Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, hello. Is this uh, Isa? Yes, it is. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Welcome to Fix My Life. What is going on with you? I'm good. Um, Some girls at school can be so mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Issa, you wrote us this. Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. Uh, I go to an all-girls school, and there's these girls who have been picking on me since grade eight, so three years now, and I'm not sure what to do. What have you done? What I have done is I've got, um, like, the principal involved, but they didn't really do anything. Um, We just sat down and talked, Mm -hmm. and they pretended that, oh, like, I'm so sorry, but... um, it ended up that they still continued to do it. What kind of stuff are they doing, these mean girls? One time, um, they did get involved with following me home. And um, other stuff is like saying like rude stuff behind my back mm-hmm. and to my friends So and leading all of my friends to them. Yeah. And um, so all my like making up stuff so people can leave me. Have you talked to your parents about this as well? Yes. And what are your, have your parents said, or what have they done? <laughs> um, they, um, they're the ones that got the principal involved, and they've told me to, like, stand up for myself, and every time I try to, it's like um, the situation is like old news now. So what grade are you in now? I'm in grade 10. You're in grade 10. Um, it's a tough age, and... The unfortunate thing is when it comes to this sort of passive bullying where it's not physical, it's not anything like that, but the sort of cruelty that can go on, you know, with the dynamics of young girls where they're talking behind the back and trying to take friends away and excluding and all of that is very real. And it hurts almost even more than if it was anything physical, to be honest with you. And it yeah. does, and it, and it sort of does more damage, and it sort of breaks you down piece by piece by piece. And it's not the kind of thing where you can say, "Hey, this happened." Because when somebody's going to ask you, "Well, what's going on?" It's you're like, "Well, it's like just like a thousand little things, right?" And then, yeah. And then, how do you ex- fully explain that? But it, it's those thousand little things that have led you to this one moment in the way that you in the way that you feel. And principals aren't going to look at that because what are they going to do with that? Like, are they going to tell somebody, listen, don't talk behind somebody's back, right? Like, like it's very difficult for them and it's very unfortunate for you. And I don't know what the sort of best way for you to go about this is other than have you talked to these girls like without a parent or a teacher or anything involved? And how did that go? They basically, when like the principal thing happened, we were in, I had to go into rooms with each and one of the girls because yeah. it's like a group. And um, I had to like talk to them one and one on one and say like my part. And then they say theirs. Mm-hmm. And what and, did they say when you expressed how you felt or asking um, questions? Two um, of them, like, were, like, chill and, like, nice. The other ones, they um, completely lied on their part, Mm -hmm. saying that they didn't do anything when there's proof that they did what they did. Okay, and what about your other friends that aren't these girls? All of my other friends have gone 
like moved to the girls and like moved from me. Oh, they went so, and became friends with the mean girls. What did they what did they say about yeah. like why would your friends do that? Like what did they say to those friends that made them not want to hang out with you anymore? I don't I'm not sure what they did, but I know that like I guess they don't want to be bullied like me. Gotcha. Oh, so they felt forced to be friends with them. Oh. So they wouldn't yeah. get picked on. My God, yeah. what a tough age. How old are you? I'm 15. Girl, do, you should do you, be 15 years old, man. Do, do you know if those other girls' parents are involved in this at all? I know that um, they were called, and, like, they're very nice parents. So I think, I don't think they did anything about it to, like, like ground the kids and whatnot, which they should have. But um, I don't really know what... Um, the parents did, but I know they know. This might be one of those situations where you have to go back to the principal and say, like, I know we talked, and I talked to the girls individually, and things still haven't changed. Like, I don't know if, like, a conversation with all the parents in a room together would help the situation. Yeah. Right? Maybe the parents, maybe the other girls' parents need to hear directly from you. And for you to explain what it is that's happening and give them, like, solid examples so that they can confront their kids. Yeah. There's a fear that you have when you send a kid to school. And that fear is that the principal is going to call you one day and they're going to tell you that your kid is being bullied, right? That is a huge fear. But there's something even worse than that. And that is the day you get a call from the principal where they tell you that your kid is the bully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Stuff like that really needs to be articulated and it needs to be articulated to parents. And I don't think that schools or administrators or even other parents um, take that as seriously as they as they should. Uh, yeah. every, everybody is so protective of everyone and feelings and they don't understand what these little tiny uh, sort of aggressions do when they're all stacked up to somebody who is your age and in a place in your life of where you are vulnerable and you got a lot going on. And you're still trying to figure things out and life is not easy in high school. And I would say that You've sounds like you've exhausted all your options. It sounds like you've made all the right choices. You can't ignore it because that's just going to drive you crazy. Um, I would find somebody to talk to. Like I would these, these sort of, obviously the summit you meeting with all these girls individually didn't do anything because you're still feeling the way you did. And I think that more people need to be involved in this. I think that you need to go back to the principal. And I think that you really need to sit down with your parents and say, Hey, listen, I'm fine, but this is too much. It's too much. And they, they need to help you with the school figure out a way out. Okay. All right, okay, Isa. Love. All the best. Sorry Thank that you're going you. through this, girl. <laughs> it's okay. Thank yeah. you. All right. We're going to follow up with you, though, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. We got you. Have a good Bye. day. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, love. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you happy halloween katie it's Roz and mocha hi guys how are you good why are you on fml today uh, my husband is being a halloween party pooper mm, you wrote it says uh, hey Roz and mocha fix my life how can i convince my husband to dress up with the kids and i for a group costume he won't dress up with us my kids and i are dressing up as characters from toy story and we huh. need him to be buzz Lightyear, and he won't do it why won't he do it what's his reason he doesn't have a reason and it's so confusing because before we had kids when we were um like dating or whatever like he would always dress up and he's always oh. come up with these like elaborate costumes oh. and then now yeah and then now 
it's just like, oh, I don't want to do it. How old are your kids? Um, the oldest is two and a half. She's going to be Jesse, and the baby, he's six months. He's going to be the little alien. Okay. So at any point during the two-and-a-half-year-old's life, had he mm-hmm. dressed up? Uh, no, this is like oh. her first her first yeah, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, I guess. COVID baby, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't it's it's but, it's weird that he was a Halloween person and then suddenly is not a Halloween person. Yeah, and that's why I need your help. <laughs> so what have you said? So what, when you when you say why don't you want to dress up? What does he say? He just says, "Oh, I don't know." He's like, "There's no point." You know, it's, no it's point. you know, it's for it's for our daughter. Right, because she's going trick or treating. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. For first of all, the two year, it's not for your daughter. <laughs> That's what I said. It's not. That's what I said. I said it's not for her. Like for the trick or treat, I was like, we're the ones getting the candy. Like she's very excited to go. She knows the concept. Yes. Right, and um, I personally just want the nice, cute family photo. So it's for a picture. Yeah. It's for you. Yes. Yes. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not for your daughter. Maybe that's why he's rebelling against it because he knows that it's really for that Halloween family photo. It's for Instagram. It's not a family thing. Can I just say though, when we were at the Halloween store, I wasn't even going to dress up or anything, but then my daughter was like, mommy, you be, or you be Bo Peep or whatever. And daddy, you be uh, like, like Woody. She's like, Oh dude, like, she she asked and I was like okay. <laughs> How old is your god your daughter? Two and a half. She's, yeah, very, she's not forming sentences no, like that. No, yes, she's, she is. No, she's. Do you want to do you want do you want to talk to her? Yes, she is. Let, put her on the phone. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let me go get her. <laughs> Ellie. Oh no! Don't wake her up. Don't no, wake no, her she's up. Awake. No, no, oh. no, she's awake. No, she's awake. She's awake. Okay. Ellie. Hold on, Robin Mocha want to talk to you. Say hi, Robin Mocha. Hi, Robin Mocha. Okay. How are you? How are you? I am not. What? Come, come on. They want to talk to you. <laughs> Tell them. What are you going to be for Halloween? A dinosaur. You're going to be Jesse. A dinosaur. A dinosaur? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And what is mommy going to do? I don't know. Oh yeah, she is okay. <laughs> okay. Come on now. Uh, I'm telling you, she does talk. Uh, okay, okay, Katie. Okay, it's no problem. Uh, but is your husband very active on social media? Uh, he watches more than he okay. posts. Okay, so he just doesn't want to be a part of your feed. To him, it seems like an incredible amount of work. So you can post something on Instagram. But he used to dress up with me. He was Hugh Hefner now one he's, year. And now like, he's tired. Hair. Now he's tired. <laughs> okay. Okay. When I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. When your kid, call us back when your kids are like six, right? And they, and they're, <laughs> okay. and, and they can remember what's going on. He'll be into it. He'll be into it again. What he doesn't want to do is a giant, exhausting production uh, for Instagram. That's fair. Or maybe just legit, he just doesn't want to dress up. That's true. Yeah, right. He may, and he may like, and he may later. But like right now, to tell somebody you got to go through all this work because you know, no, like it's no, it's it's for you. It's not for the kid. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. now my kid is talking. She's telling me she finished her cake. Oh yeah. <laughs> good kid. Cake for breakfast. Yes, sir. That's a good mom right there. <laughs> well, mom was upstairs talking to you guys, and yeah. dad was down here. That's a good uh, dad. You're riding the guy that gives the kid cake for breakfast. Come on. I don't know, Katie. If I were if I were your husband, I'd dress up. Hey, put your husband on the phone. Okay.
Yeah. Good morning, guys. Hey, bro, what's Yo, going on? Why don't you want to dress up for Halloween? Ah, too old for that stuff now. Too, too old? old? But it's for your family. Or are you not wanting to because you don't want to be a part of uh, Katie's IG feed? Uh, my wife's too much on that stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man! For your family, for your kids. Nah. Well, I do anything for my daughter, you know. Yeah, but it's not. But that you, but you know, what I had said is that this isn't about the kid because the kid's too young to remember anything anyway, and yeah. and that you're this isn't. Don't your, your wife is trying to tell you that this is all for the kid, and it's not. It's for her Instagram feed. Exactly, Rosie. You, you get me. You get thank me. Thank you, thank you, bro. <laughs> I know. I get what if it. I don't post it. Maybe well, I'll consider it, but I don't know. I know you, you'll post it. I don't know. Like, I just want to look back at this, like, you know, 10 years from now when they're over us. And it's just like, look at what we used to do. No, how we can do it when they remember. At least when they remember, it'd be worth it. Thank you. Oh, damn. Right? Katie's like, I'm never reaching out to you guys ever again. I'll listen to the show. I'll listen to the podcast. Right. That's about it. See, uh, enjoy trick-or-treating. <laughs> say, Ellie, can you say thank you? Happy Halloween. Thank you, Harvey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Full sentences. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Ellie. <laughs> Don't get mad. She's two. What are you getting mad at her for? Come on, I'm Katie. Not getting mad. I'm not getting mad. I'm not getting mad. Katie, love you. Happy Halloween. Love you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Maxine, girl, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Despite what's happening in your life, why don't you share with everyone what's going on? My ex is sharing nude photos he took of me. Oh, wow. Uh, Maxine, you wrote, says, Hey, Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life. Uh, my ex has a hobby of being a photographer when we were married... He took nude photos of me. Two years after we were divorced, he went and shared them with one of his friends. I found out about this because I was dating his friend and he shared the conversation with me. I felt so sexualized and it's hit me so hard, but I don't know what to do. Do I take him to court for revenge porn? Do I confront him or do nothing? What do I do? Hmm. So have you talked to him? I, I guess you haven't yet. I have not, no. Okay, so the picture that he shared of you to his friend. That's the friend that you're dating right now? I'm not dating him anymore, but oh, okay, I was. But you, but you, were, were, you were, you were. Okay. So did he do this because he was pissed at the friend or because he was pissed at you? Um, not that it matters. Not that it matters. It's just for context. I don't think so. I don't think it was. I think it was more out of like, um, look what I have and I want to share it. But right. So, okay, so yes. did he share yes. it with the friend before the two of you got together? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so, so he shared it with a was... friend, and then you started dating that guy, and at some point yeah. in the relationship, that guy said, hey, by the way, so-and-so showed me a nude that he took of you. Yeah. Wait Got a second. It. So your ex sent this guy nudes of you, and then he saw nudes of you and was like, yo, I'm going to start dating her, and he didn't tell you ahead of time? Right, correct. Oh, my God. Yeah. You could, These are skeezy guys. Like super skeezy guys. Um, there are like you know. Th listen, there's there's revenge porn laws, and they're pretty good in this country. Mm -hmm. uh, even what constitutes porn or what constitutes an intimate image, and um, what he did, he is not allowed to do, regardless of who is the owner, who the photographer was, anything like that. If you've not given consent, you've not given consent. Uh, there's a lot of sort of roads that you can go down. Um, the, the the sort of quickest and cheapest at this point would be to just call a lawyer and 
draft up a cease and desist letter. They really don't mean much, but he will in his mail get a letter from a lawyer telling him that they know and that you want him to stop. Normally that type of thing works. Okay, so there's one little stipulation in that is that he is from the state, my ex. Yeah, you can still you can still uh, send yeah. a letter to somebody in the states. A lawyer would be able to tell you how that kind of stuff works, but it should be no different. Um but yeah, I mean or you can go or you can go the other way and you can go full on. I I mean it's I I I'm not sure what's available for you if there's any sort of, you know, legal um if there's any sort of law firms that take these cases on um, at a discounted rate, or I think that that's, uh, you are not the first woman that this, that has unfortunately gone through this. And I'm sure that somewhere out there, there's an incredible resource of people who have had to deal with exactly this with an X. And I think that you need to immerse yourself in that world to figure out what the appropriate steps are, because it sounds like, um, you don't want to let this go, right? I don't. Yeah. And yeah. it's been really tough. Like I've been sitting with it for a while. It's been like, you know, I had to get over that emotional, you know, like, oh my gosh, this happened. <laughs> and now it's like, okay, now that I've gotten through that, it's like, okay, now what do I do that like will make peace? Like, how do I make peace with this? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know if he shared that photo with other people or was it just with the no one person? I do not know. Okay. Of, course, of course he did. Of course yeah. he did. And I know that that oh, sounds girl. terrible to hear, but of course he did. I'm sorry you're going through this. I would, I would first of all, figure out what the, the, the best path is for from women who have done exactly this before you. They were, they've, this is a new, relatively new problem, you know? Um, a lot of women have to deal with, you know, their images and videos winding up on, you know, websites and that kind of thing. Uh, so you're not in that world, thank God. But yeah. but there is a path for this, and it's it shouldn't be as difficult or as daunting as I think that you may in your head have made it out to be. Um, I think a couple of phone calls and a little bit of research, and you know maybe talking to somebody else, find somebody that you can talk to who has gone through this before that can just, you know, sit on the phone with you and, you know, mentor you through this for even, you know, 10, 15 minutes of like what the, what the first thing they did was, what the second thing they did was, because there is a path. You just have to find it. It's there. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. This is tough and it's a, it's a terrible thing to have to deal with. Nobody should ever have to deal with that. Um, but, but, but there are things you can do. It, you, we're no longer living in a world where people don't know how to handle this. We know how to handle this and there's ways to handle this and it's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that help Maxine? Yeah, that's great. I really appreciate and it. Don't, and so don't, much. and don't feel like you're now the one uh, who's trying to seek revenge. You know, it's not it, it, like, don't yeah, let's don't, don't, right. don't let somebody put that in your head. Yeah. That, that you're now doing yeah. too much. You're just standing up for yourself. Right. At this point. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right, Maxine, you take care. Thank you so much guys. Ross and Mocha's fix my life on kiss. and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Jackie. 
Welcome to Razamoka's Fix My Life. What in your life needs fixing? Feeling lost after a painful breakup. Feeling lost after a painful breakup. Uh, Jack, you wrote this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, Fix My Life. I'm 22-year-old male who recently graduated from university and started working full-time. I went through a difficult breakup last year, and it's been tough as most of my friends are busy with their own lives. I often feel isolated since my coworkers are much older, and dating in Toronto can be a challenge. I'm feeling lost, lacking support, and experiencing burnout from work, which has made it difficult for me to engage with other interests man this really got you bummed out huh yeah yeah what happened uh not that it really matters just out of curiosity what happened in the relationship that it ended oh uh, she was just really lost in life and i knew what i wanted yeah. for like the next five ten years and she just felt unprepared for life and she didn't know how to end things so she just ended up cheating on me oh oh damn damn yeah, wow. that hurts. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say this, like 22, like everything that you just said, like, you know, you're going through a breakup, working with people who are older than you, feeling burnt out. Like, bro, this, like, I think what you're going through is 22. Yeah, that's what people say. But then when I look at it, I feel like I'm really much older. So I don't know. Yeah, I think just the the, the breakup. That, like, how long were you guys together for? Uh, four and a half years. Well, we're, I was planning to get engaged after I graduate, but... Then that happened. God, these 16-year-old relationships, like, you hear stories every now and then of people who are still together and they were, like, you know, junior high sweethearts and this kind of thing. But rarely, bro, rarely is the 16-year-old that you met going to be the one you spend the rest of your life with. And and right now you're at a difficult age because that was a kid relationship. And I know you guys were talking about getting engaged and all this stuff. Um, but, you know, you've got to you've sort of you're, you're evolving and you guys did a lot of growing when you were together and, and you both grew up. And oftentimes when you're growing up, you're growing apart. And when you don't know how to end things because you were pretty much her only relationship and she was pretty much your only relationship, um, you take things for granted and you don't know what to do. And, and then so you wind up cheating, right? And, and that's part of being 22. But you got to move away from the, the, the sort of kid you were. Remember all the wonderful things that you guys did together and uh, you sort of move, move forward, man. And also, dude, you're only 22. 22. You're still young. Like, there's so much life ahead of you. I just think that this four-year relationship uh, and breaking up just has you really, really bummed out. And you're going to have to find things uh, that are going to distract you and take your mind away from such a terrible thing that happened in your relationship and prepare yourself to move on and constantly remind yourself that you're only 22 years old. Yeah, but like then a lot of my friends are in a relationship as well. So just so what? So, so what? Up. So what? So what? So what? Like don't the, the the worst thing you can do at 22 and it's 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 very difficult to not do this, but the worst thing you can do at 22 is start comparing yourself to the people around you when you're when you're in your 20s everybody's sort of moving forward but you're all moving at different paces different speeds you got different priorities and you cannot spend mm -hmm. your 20s comparing yourself to you can use you can use people you know as motivation you can rely on them um, but you one thing you can't do is you can't sit alone and just compare yourself and then think that you are somehow falling behind because you don't have what your friends have you're 22 uh, yeah, I can see that. All right. You're going to be okay, Jackie. Give yourself a break, Jackie. Give your, Thank you, give, give You have you are 22. You are in the most glorious part of your life because you have very little responsibility other than showing up on time when you're asked to. Yeah. You have, not, you have nothing to lose right now. 
This is an incredible time in your life. You're in a you good are place, man. so fortunate. All right. Thank you, guys. All right, All right buddy. You take care, man. All the best. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.